0: Hello there, and welcome back to part two of our this year Star Wars podcast. Whoop, whoop. We've talked about Rogue One in episode one of this podcast. Episode Rogue One. So, if you want to listen to our thoughts on Rogue One, listen to that part. In this part, we're going to talk about some other Star Warsy stuff,
1: like the future of Star Wars. Yes, and the past, the past of Star Wars. Of Star Wars.
0: And I thought that it would a good place to begin would be talking about Episode 7, The Force Awakens,
1: mm-hmm. one
0: year on.
1: Okay. Bum bum bum, because it has been a year now. How yeah, just,
0: just over a year since we saw the release of... Uh, hit film of 2015, Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, starring Gwendolyn Christie as Captain Phasma.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not starring Gwendolyn Christie as Captain Phasma. Um, Alright, so, just jumping in, I think uh, this is flavoured by the fact that we're currently in a cycle that treats us to a yearly Star Wars (laughs) release, Yeah, which... I mean, they, were they yearly Star Wars releases for the prequels? I don't think they no, were. Uh, no, they they came out about
0: three years apart. Yeah. I think, I think at 99, 2002,
1: 2005. So it's something that hasn't happened before. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it thus far, like the idea. But when I seen Rogue One, I kind of wanted to see episode eight.
0: Yeah, I, I agree, but at the, at the same time, I'm like a little bit worried that we're going to burn through the sequel trilogy too quickly. Okay, e- yeah. even though we're going seven, then a year break with Rogue One, a year, year break. later, it's like not that long of a wait.
1: Which is why each movie has been directed by someone else.
0: Yeah, and I, I just worry. Like, I hope it doesn't. You know, it doesn't mean that it's rushed or anything like that.
1: I probably will be. <laughs> I probably will be. But I believe they have the budget and the overtime hours to rush them and still get a somewhat decent product.
0: Yeah, it's just I prefer something better than yeah. somewhat decent. Yeah. That's the, that's the only thing because I know it was the same with the originals. I think they came out about three each was about three years after the previous one. As well,
1: but it didn't help the prequels to come out three. No, apart, it didn't. No, me. it didn't help the prequels.
0: <laughs> to be fair, and so I could see it working. I mean, depending on your point of view, it arguably from a certain point, <laughs> of, point of view, view it, it arguably is more or less working for say the Marvel films. Yes, which, which like personally, I think are, I'm
1: getting a bit sick of, but have been. Well, it's been how many years since Iron Man? Uh, Yeah, eight years. So we've had eight years of every year a release coming out.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: So, and it's Disney as well. Disney does Marvel, Disney does Star Wars. So they're sticking to that plan which has been working for them.
0: Yeah, and I think... I, I, I'd just be worried about it. As I say, I've become a bit bored of the Marvel films. I'd but worry about becoming a bit bored of the Star Wars films.
1: Yeah, which could easily happen. Particularly if, once they finish this trilogy, mm. if they decide, well, we made it through eight years yeah. of a Marvel. Yeah. Let's <laughs> keep going. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which I think they will do. Unless, you know, It dep- well, it depends on how much money they make, mm-hmm. but... I don't see them not making loads of money for the yeah. immediate future, and I think that I do want I do want to see episode eight, but I want episode eight to be good at the same time.
1: Episode eight also has a lot of pressure on it, yeah, because for a lot of people that still love, oh, I was almost about to say Rogue One, there are a lot of people <laughs> that still love Force Awakens, yeah, a lot of that love hinges yes. on what episode 8 has to say yeah. about the characters and stuff that we got introduced to. Yes. And where that goes.
0: Mm. Yeah, the, the next direction, what's going to be revealed, what they're going to do. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I thought we could talk about what at some point about what we'd like to see in episode 8, but I thought we could also, maybe at this point, talk about episode 7 a year on. Yep. You say you you were saying just before that you've seen episode 7 like eight times now or something like that. Yeah,
1: so I saw it about two or three times in the movies. Mhm. And I've seen it on the plane. Oh yeah. And I've seen it on Netflix. Okay. And I think I've seen it with my brothers on Netflix. Yeah. And I think did I watch it once or twice on the planet? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of times.
0: Alright, so I've watched... Five
1: Force, plus, at least. Right.
0: I've watched Force Awakens four times. Twice in the cinema and twice at home on Blu-ray. Ooh. And my, my experience of Force Awakens has been sort of a bit of a sine wave kind of thing. You know, when I first saw Volkswagen's, I thought, oh, I didn't like that that much. Then I saw it again and I thought, eh, I enjoyed it a bit more this time. Then I saw it at home and I went, oh, this is really boring. I really don't like this. Then I watched it again the other day and I was like, oh, I I enjoy... I'm enjoying this. And maybe over time I've kind of mellowed out to the things that frustrate me about it.
1: Yeah, that's that's... And
0: I'm just more on board with the things that I do enjoy about it. There there are still a lot of things that frustrate me about it, but...
1: I, I get that it's, like, not a perfect movie. No movie is, and particularly one that's so, you know, from the machine. But there's not too many, like, glaring flaws no, that ruin the no. whole experience.
0: I agree with that. There's just parts of it that... The the main thing is just I think that middle the middle act of the film is kind of the bit where
1: they go to not the cantina.
0: Yeah, and just before that on not the Millennium Falcon, like on hands, yeah shit. And, the- and and the bit on the planet Takadana, up until the point where the resistance arrives to save them. Those bits those two sequences are the ones where I'm a bit like, Oh, this is a bit boring, I don't really enjoy it that much. But other than that, yeah, I think I've my opinion has improved and I enjoy the film more
1: now. Stockholm Syndrome.
0: <laughs> well, well that's the <laughs> thing with it with films like that, you know, sometimes you do see a film and you think, oh, you know, there were parts I liked, so I do want to watch it again, and when you rewatch it, you do enjoy it more upon rewatch. And re rewatching it yeah, I felt that the bits that I did like, I was able to enjoy, and the bits that I didn't like, I didn't care about as much, maybe because I was expecting them, or I was used to it, or whatever. Yeah. And I, I guess that's
1: good. It's so less confronting, because you knew they were coming. Yeah.
0: So, overall, I think my opinion has improved, and that's very much in contrast to a lot of what I've seen online
1: where people I haven't seen too much hate for it. Yeah, which What's is that, which
0: then? I think is reassuring. Not because I want everyone to love Force Wagons or something, but because <laughs> it means that this kind of has perhaps been a bit of a like fringe internet culture thing and just that,
1: by like what's in your bubble
0: yeah and that normal people who don't spend all their time commenting on internet things i don't <laughs> comment on stuff i just read a lot of internet comments and things well i am not it's out of curiosity morbid curiosity but people saying well that, yeah some criticism that come up about force awakens and I increasingly think like it's it's almost like it's gone too far the other way now. People are saying, "Oh, Force Awakens was too much of a rehash of New Hope."
1: Well, that was the cri- that was the first like early criticism.
0: Yeah, which I think is fair, but I I don't think ruins. The yeah,
1: film. I'm like that is a fair critique, but so what? Mm. It's kind of like the end result. Of
0: yeah. That. I people saying the the two seem to be rehash of New Hope, which I'm more or less okay with, because yeah I th- felt the same, and I I still think that, and and it's like a bit of a safe film, mm. but uh, and and there's also been people saying main criticism seems to be oh the character of Ray mm. she's too competent she's too good at what she does which.
1: I think is like a bull crap criticism because it comes from this lightsaber battle.
0: Yeah. And from doing the, the mind, Jedi mind trick is the other thing. Oh, the
1: Jedi mind trick. Okay. I, I didn't think about that, but everything I've seen about it comes from the lightsaber battle. Mm-hmm. Being like, Oh, how can this person who hasn't been trained, yeah. uh, know how to use a lightsaber so well? And the answer to that is one, Kylo Ren just got shot in the side with the bowcaster yeah. thing, which we've seen the whole movie talking about how yes. damn powerful yes. it is, and,
0: and and it had to have been intentional. Yeah, they showed
1: so he's like severely wounded. Yeah, two, um, she has a quarterstaff, which is like yeah, the she same knows thing. How to fight. So she already yeah. knows how to fight with one of those weapons. And three, we don't actually know what the extent of her force like yes. relationship is. Yeah,
0: that's the other thing, and and going into the aspect of the Jedi mind trick I feel like there's a reason that she's so powerful which is going to be part of the ongoing story that's yeah. why I don't see it as a problem because I think that's a deliberate it's not just oh she's really powerful it's that that's part of the narrative there's there's going to be a reason for it I hope well, there's obviously
1: <laughs> some sort of trauma in her past yes because otherwise why would she have this obsession about staying, staying on- home yeah and uh, what, what was the planet called? Jakku. Jakku. Mm.
0: And I I thought that, it, yeah, she knows how to fight, and they make a point of that. They make a point of Kylo Ren getting wounded, and when Finn tries to fight Kylo Ren with the lightsaber, he gets beaten really easily, mm-hmm. which is also set up because we know that Finn only knows how to fight with blasters. He knows yep. how to shoot. He doesn't know how to fight. And Finn has a tough combat. time
1: against the Stormtrooper with the electric yeah. paddle
0: yeah yeah so that seems that that all seems reasonable to me um so i well I, yeah i do see people saying oh the character is like very competent but it didn't bother me really I mean, what's
1: wrong with having a competent character yeah you know? well
0: you, you know you know why yeah you because why she's, fe- a, you know she's a woman fe- yeah um, and
1: thus, I, it's all part of the feminist yes, agenda coming bit, to ruin I, our freedoms. I Wasn't
0: sure if I, yeah, if I could bring that up. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. People saying like, "Oh, Star Wars episode seven is bad because of feminism," and then as soon as someone says that, you are like, "Okay, oh, <laughs> just just found the scary person." Yeah, um, and you know that's not that's a silly complaint. And one that I really don't think is made in good faith very often, because that's part of some big political thing. That's like, oh, every that's really common now, where everyone's part of a giant conspiracy against us small group of
1: of, pe- of of white men. Well, yeah, <laughs> or, 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 no, well, of whoever really, cause
0: people who are like we see things as it really are as it really is kind of thing. But yeah, I think that's. BS, and I think it's re- it's reassuring to know that you haven't encountered this sort of backlash to Force Awakens because that really does emphasize, I think, the idea that we can, on the in- the internet, can give us a really misleading impression of what pe- of of what people yeah. are concerned about and what people are thinking about. Okay, and I think that's all all the time we need to spend dignifying that that side of things. A- aspect. And, and I think going, if we go back to thinking about like when we were comparing Rogue One with other yep. Star Wars films, the thing that really got me when I came out, I thought, you know, my reaction coming out of Rogue One was not very positive. And my reaction coming out of Force Awakens when I first saw it was not very positive. But I felt in the aftermath of it all that my feeling was okay, Rogue One. ...had issues, Force Awakens had issues... ...but the thing is, Rogue One, I felt like... ...it didn't have interesting characters... ...whereas I feel like Force Awakens had problems... ...but the problems were not with the characters... ...I feel like the characters in Force Awakens are good. Yeah. Do you agree?
1: <laughs> I agree. Um, and I think you'll disagree with me on this part, but my further problem with... oh, well, you'll agree with the Rogue One part, but maybe not <laughs> the Force Awakens, yeah. is that Rogue One also lacked narrative. Yeah. Whereas Force Awakens has narrative structure that works.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, Force Awakens has narrative structure. I, I'm not a huge fan of the narrative in yeah. but... Yeah, I no, I. I so I have
1: that. no problem with the narrative in Force Awakens. I think it works.
0: Like the, well. the Force, the Force Awakens narrative works. I just find it a little too repetitious. Would be my only. Thing. Yeah, my only thing would be like something instead of having to blow up Starkiller Base. Yes, yeah. would own, have been that's, ideal. That's the thing that would be the the my ideal alternative would be something other than
1: that. My biggest problem is that they're like still the rebels. Even yeah, though, like surely they should be in a stronger position. Yeah,
0: there's the, and there is some kind of explanation. Like it's contextual. Like the reason they're the resistance is because they're in the part of space. Yeah, that's kind of falling under the influence of the first order. Well,
1: that could have. uh... Yeah, been exactly. More flush, fl- fl- that's
0: that's why they're the resistance yes. in that area, but they're sponsored by, by the, the Republic. Republic. Which is, all get exploded. Yeah, which is why <laughs> they antagonised the First Order. But the Republic, that area that got blown up, was the Hosnian system.
1: Alright, so not the Republic as a whole. As a whole,
0: no. It was a Hosnian system which was meant to be the capital at the time. Yeah, the because but I
1: remember saying it was the capital and there was a shot of a planet. Yes, I that was it like, looked
0: like Coruscant, but wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The It was a Hosnian Prime was that planet, there you go. apparently, according to spinoff stuff <laughs> I mean that's the thing, people say oh it's all explained the spinoff yeah but I don't, I don't want yeah, to have to read yeah you want it to be
1: in. coherently in one piece
0: so it could, that could have been I, I think you can kind of draw these elements out from General Hux's speech to the Stormtroopers yep. at Starkiller Base but yeah that could have been more explicit but still, I don't know I, I guess I've become desensitised to that I think that um, a couple of other things that came up. Yeah, aspects of the film that I liked. uh, I definitely think, as I say, the characters are the strongest thing, especially Ray and Poe, I think. Finn to a lesser extent. I I prefer Finn to Poe. All right.
1: (laughs) Uh, I think Finn has some really great moments with Ray and, importantly, with BB 8. Yeah, I, I do agree with that.
0: I think Ray and Finn worked well, something I reflected upon recently, as two characters who they met when they both kind of needed to meet someone like each other kind of thing, and I feel like that's what they were going for, that worked quite well. Uh, and going back to the, like, oh, is, is Ray? you know, she's very competent, but, you know, she rescues herself from the First Order, for instance, but the important thing to note is that she still appreciates it, that Finn came yeah, to, to rescue her, her, and yeah. that's the important character point, is that it didn't matter that she saved herself, what mattered was that people came to get her, that, that was what the character beat was there, that they were going for, and I think that was effectively done...
1: Yeah, and it really does put more in like interest into this, like why does she care so much about having people being there for her? What's with this, yeah, abandon- this is about abandonment? Yeah. And
0: and so on. Um a thing that came up You're familiar with the plinkett stars, prequels. Yes, yes. Yes. Uh, Red Letter Media, I believe.
1: Or Red Eagle. Red Red Letter. Red Letter, Red Red Eagle. (laughs) I don't know. That was just something that popped into my (laughs) head. Something else,
0: yeah. Red Red Letter Media did Mr. Plinkett for Force Awakens. Yep. Have you
1: seen it? Yes.
0: Yeah, okay. And so they... It came out,
1: like, several months after the movie.
0: And in that, they were overall positive about the film... But one the one of the issues they raised was was it a, w- and I was wondering what your thought was. Do you think it was a problem that there wasn't very much like overt romance? No, in the film. Yeah. No,
1: not a problem because a movie doesn't need it. Yeah, I agree. A, a movie needs capital R romance. Yes, Star a Wars mo- movie certainly. Yeah. yeah, a movie doesn't need lowercase R romance. Not, but by that I mean it needs adventure and wonderment. Yes. But it doesn't <laughs> need uh, two characters. Bumping uglies. Uh,
0: Yes, to to, to express it in a fairly brusque fashion. I agree. I don't don't think Force Awakens suffered, and I feel like it was no less... It was still present to some degree, and no less present than in uh, Star Wars A New Hope. Which yeah. is not really a very not really a love story. No, you know, he doesn't. Luke and Princess Leia don't end up together or anything like that. And he gets
1: a medal. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know
0: it's like oh he thinks she's oh she's beautiful, she's beautiful and, and it's just like oh she she kisses him on the cheek before they swing across the yeah big ravine in the Death Star and stuff. It's it, it wasn't like a huge part of that no. either. And there was even the thing Han, you know, or do you think a princess and a guy like me, you know, it was a sort of, There were just small things. And that was no different, I thought, to fear asking Ray if she, had she a has poor, a boyfriend, a cute boyfriend. boyfriend. Stupid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. I didn't think that was that different. And so I didn't think that was a problem, personally, with no,
1: the film. I don't, I don't know why it would be a problem. We know Star Wars isn't the best when it comes to relationships. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, the, the the relationships that they portray, they always portray in a very sort of chaste kind of way. They were in the originals and in the prequels. I mean, certainly portrayed better in the...
1: In the original Originals. Even if they yeah. do get a bit like, ooh, in Empire. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So I think that those were kind of some of the things that came up. I think yeah, a bit of a sense of maybe like I, I feel like oh, the film just could be a bit better if they <laughs> you know, adjusted a few things. I kind of like the vision that that, that Ray had. Is in the last podcast we did last year of Force Awakens, we talked about you know the prequels didn't use the force in a very
1: interesting way. Yes,
0: and that Force Awakens kind of did a bit. Like I having, believe the
1: thing I said was that made the force magical. Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: having having visions, for instance and there was a bit of obi-wan in there yeah which they
1: used uh, like both voices yeah they used a bit and of like a some clever and editing up,
0: and they actually got ewan mcgregor to record a new line which i'm, which is, I'm
1: like that's such a cool thing to yeah, do and yeah an
0: interesting little t- tying in sort of a bit of the bit of the prequel cast, particularly in, as Ewan
1: McGregor was like the good. thing Yeah, it was one of the strong the points. Prequels.
0: I mean, even though Obi Wan himself is still pretty terrible. <laughs> the yeah, um, I still, I, I still am not hugely on board with the CGI used for Maz Kanata and Snoke, personally.
1: Yeah, with Snoke, though, he was like a hologram anyway. But, like, they yes. could have done... He could have been a puppet projected as a hologram the or rumor something.
0: The rumour is... There's a rumour floating around at the moment that they're, they're... They're filming episode eight, of course, at the moment. Or they must have probably nearly finished by now. i One would hope. Principal photography. And... Supposedly there's this rumor floating around that Snoke is a puppet in Episode 8. A big puppet. Yeah. And I hope that that's true. That would be cool. Because I think that would be sensible. Because if we're... You know, you can kind of get away with it. Yeah, he's a hologram. Just just do motion capture. But I think if we see him, and if they are going for this we're going to use practical effects angle, We, I really do think we should see him as someone who's physically present for the cast to react to... I mean, although... Andy Andy Serkis was there when they were filming. He was up on, like, a balcony. Oh, yeah? Like a, they show it on the special features. They you, you can't fault them in a lot of respects for this stuff. In the special features, when uh, Kylo Ren and Hux were in the hologram chamber, Andy Serkis in his motion capture suit was up on this really high balcony at the top of the studio so that they... Could kind of get the eye line right. Yeah, so they were looking they, into yeah, his eyes, and, and he were, was doing that action, and they were reacting to him. Yeah, that's so cool. So that wasn't just that. And again, sort of cheap comparison, but that whole prequel thing where you see them just standing around on a green screen where they have no idea yeah. what they're looking at or anything Ugh. like that. They did. They they did kind of
1: make an effort there. There's, Do you think he will be that big?
0: I I don't know. I've no idea, yeah. really. I just hope they do something interesting with him. And I don't know if I want him to be someone who could have plausibly fitted into the existing narrative or if I want him to be some new like external bad force guy who's just showing up later, yeah. yeah. I don't know.
1: I kind of hope that he, he was... If he wasn't, like, not present in the galaxy during everything we know so far that he was at least in some sort of like death state or something and not manipulating events because oh you don't need to add another layer of bull to
0: do you want what would you feel about him being Darth Plagueis the
1: Wise? (laughs) Ugh I don't have any bad thoughts to that. Like he's meant to be the one that uh, he's talked about in the opera hall and everything. Yeah, in Revenge of the Sith, Palpatine's um, yeah. master, and he has the he has the power over life, and he mm. could create something. I reckon of all the existing Star Wars characters, yeah, in like the movie universe, yes, that's the best answer. Yeah, but I'm kind of. Preferring that he's not an existing character.
0: Yeah, I I, I wouldn't mind if they did do that because it would be like a, a a villain who's from a kind of greater scope who is ha, who has actually been mentioned in mm-hmm. the films. I think that would work at the same time. It doesn't have to be, but I hope whatever he is, I hope he's something interesting when it is revealed. I don't want him to just be like some dude who showed up one day kind of thing, because I feel like, well, why wasn't he around before? You know? Yeah. But who knows what episode eight yeah. and episode yeah, nine are we, gonna don't, be about. We, we don't really know.
1: Maybe they're going to do that whole expanded universe, uh, alien invasion plot <laughs> type of thing. And, the, you know,
0: the Yu Fong or whatever. Yeah, like
1: I'm saying, like it could be anything. Well, in, yes. like, yeah, yeah his identity could be relevant to whatever plot yeah. they are exploring.
0: Yeah, and that hopefully will be something that makes you go, "Oh, okay." Yeah. That would be good. Rather than
1: uh oh, yeah. what is Johnny Depp? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's
0: another thing about Force Awakens and the prequels. Mm-hmm. Do you think do you think that the prequels are more original than the Force Awakens? People are saying at least the prequels weren't just a rehash of New Hope or whatever.
1: All right, so we've hit on this rehash bar a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think the thing that has to be said is that they kind of had to rehash a New Hope in order to get people to like it and feel like it was the original Star Wars and not the prequels again, yeah, they felt like they needed to hit those same bars and the best way to do it was to make it mirror the plot. Not that that excuses them, no. but that's just like probably what they were going for.
0: I reckon if they hadn't done Star Killer Base, people wouldn't draw this connection. Yeah, but, yeah. No, that's. But yeah, uh, I think, but, and they
1: even pointed out themselves when they're like, "Oh, no, this is the Death Star. Death Star. Like this is the, the second Death Star. Yeah, this is yeah. Star Killer Super Death Star." But um, do you? But do, but yeah, do, do I think that the, the more original than the more prequels? More originals? Bleh, 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 I don't think it matters. I mean, there were. New ideas in the prequels, story-wise, but those ideas didn't mean anything. So, like, yeah, I, what does that matter?
0: I, I don't think. And again, I mean, I the character like, of
1: Rey is original. The character of Finn is original. Yeah. Hux, that's original.
0: Yeah, I mean, Kylo Ren. He's. He, I mean, he's like. Darth Vader, if he was a son rather than a father, but yeah, you know, I, I but like as an for...
1: original take on his using well, the yeah, dark they, side in like, the they've way they've that given no a else has They've used given a the different spin side.
0: to these characters, and you're right that especially uh, Finn is a different is mm-hmm. an original concept. And I think, and again, you don't want to. I don't want to be going in and saying, "Oh, you know, the prequels are so terrible" because everyone has said that, and I don't disagree because I've been I rewatched episode th- three, which I. Absolutely hate. I can't. St- <laughs> I think episode three is such a bad film, and I can't. I don't get it when people say that episode three is like better than Return of the Jedi or whatever, but an Attack of the Clones is so boring, and I don't think the prequels are more original, even though it's a cheap shot to criticize them. I don't think they are more original than the original trilogy or Force Awakens because they're so derivative of the original trilogy and so self-referential that loads of stuff that happens in them is... Like, like it's like, you know, George Lucas going, oh, it's like poetry. It yeah, He himself was making things that were really similar. Like... Little Anakin, he's found on a desert planet, he gets rescued, and he goes and he flies a spaceship and blows up a bigger thing in space. Yeah, like,
1: which was essentially the Death Star with a ring around it.
0: Yeah, yeah. the droid control ship was like the Death Star and so on. I don't think this idea that, oh, they were more original really holds that much weight. And, and again, you know, without bashing the prequels any more than they already have been criticised. But... I do think that episode three is really bad, <laughs> and, and, and that was the thing that sort of come up is people saying that's become a thing with this sort of people saying oh episode seven it was bad. People are now saying well, and anti- to defend, are good. oh the
1: prequels were good. No, Which, no they weren't. The prequels are good if you haven't watched them since they came out. And you can, like, think back and go, like, oh, yeah, there were some cool concepts going you, on in yeah. there. Yeah, and then you watch them. And you and go, oh, suck. these are yeah. so poorly executed. Yeah,
0: the prequels, when you haven't watched them for ages and you think about them, yeah, they, you think, oh, yeah, there's some cool stuff, and then you, yeah, but the actual experience of watching them is not enjoyable.
1: No, it's painful to watch. Which
0: I found, especially re-watching Attack of the Clones about six months ago, I think, I thought... Oh, I haven't watched this for ages, and there's some cool stuff, isn't it? Like uh, there's a there's a whole chase around Coruscant, and there's a bit where <laughs> S- Slave One, Django Fetch ship, like fights Obi wans ship and stuff. And then I and then you know it's got Count Dooku in it. Christopher Lee, he's a real class act and all this stuff. And then I watched it and I was just so bored by the whole experience. I think this whole defending the prequels to Attack Force Awakens, or even just, like, saying, oh, the prequels were good, is just... I find that very... People are really stretching Yeah, there, I think.
1: It's just... Look, you can like something if you want to like something, but I don't think you can say they're good movies or they have, like, anything good going on except for, like, interesting fights. Yeah. But, like, even maybe. the interesting fights aren't that... Interesting. Like, it's just a bunch of disposable villains running at each other, Mm. and like, oh no, no. And
0: they did push some envelopes in terms of effects and things like that. But yeah, I really feel like that whole, oh, the prequels were good, that seems like a really silly kind of reaction type argument to me rather than some kind of. ...well thought out... (laughs) conceptualization. ...it seems like some real thing like... ...oh, oh, actually the prequels are good... ...because Force Awakens is bad... ...or something like that... ...that really seems like... ...dumb people on the internet... ...who are dumb... ...having dumb thoughts... (laughs) ...basically... ...anyway... ...I feel like... ...if we think about the future... ...of the series... ...so... ...episode 8 you're looking forward to episode 8
1: and there's no way it can live up to anyone's hype Mm. Um, like it just can't because it has to answer too many questions at the same time as being a decent movie in and of itself Uh, and this is really the point where it has to make this trilogy its own thing
0: yes yeah very much this can't can't be like the Empire Strikes back again yeah uh, can't be like the
1: First Order Strikes Back Yeah, but it also has to be like the Empire Strikes Back It has to be their dark well, point
0: Well, it definitely has to be the one that's really, really good And yeah. like convinces, even though Empire Strikes Back's not my favourite But it has to be the one that makes people go like Yeah, there's there's really something going on Exactly. Yeah, this is really worth paying attention to
1: So it's got a really tough <laughs> job to do Yeah can it do that job? I don't know if it can. I hope that it does. Yeah. Um, you just have to put faith in the team to, like, make a decent product. Yes. And, like, they're in the business of doing that, and so hopefully mm. they're skilled at the job. Yeah. We know the cast is good. We know the cast yes. can handle it. Uh, I can't remember who's directing, but it's not JJ anymore.
0: No. It is. Let's find out. Let's find out. Using the internet.
1: Um, it's... And it probably has a similar script writing team. Oh,
0: yeah, I'd say so. And it's they have all, all three having the same people working on the story and stuff. Ryan Johnson. I do not who know who that is. also
1: did, like, Fast and the he Furious. He
0: directed Looper. Oh, I liked Looper. I haven't seen him. I, I think <gasps> I heard it was good. But... <laughs> and... Anyway, yeah. I, I Anyway... Yes, could be good. Hope it's good. Want it to be good.
1: It needs to deliver on a lot of things. Uh, and then, are they, are they doing Han Solo after that? Yeah, Solo Solo. Yeah, um, it should be called Solo. Yeah. It'll, it'll end up being called Han or something. Yeah. <laughs> you are like, what? Um, <laughs> or it'll be like, something Parsecs. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um under 12 passes.
1: and I was really not looking forward to that I feel like there's no reason at all to touch a hand Solo character no um just like leave it but the fact that they've cast uh Childish Gambino as a uh, Lando Calrissian. Yes. Why is everyone calling that? What's that from? That's his rap name. I see. (laughs) Okay. Because he quit acting to explore his rap career. Oh,
0: okay. And Alden Ehrenreich is playing Han. Yeah,
1: whoever that is.
0: He was in Hail Caesar. Oh, yeah? He was the cowboy actor. Oh, you've
1: told me this, um, actually. From
0: Hail Caesar. And he was one of the best parts of Hail Caesar, Hell these of being a a film that was a bit uh, weird, but in good, all, all the good ways. Good in, but but difficult. I felt. <laughs> was a, it was a difficult film, but he was good as as the, as the cowboy actor. which is know.
1: essentially what he has to be for. Well, well,
0: well yeah, because he was a sort of he he seemed like an idiot, and it turned out he was like a nice guy mm. who was kind of pleasant and charming and did the right thing. And I think... Th- and that was clever in that film. And I think he could be quite good in the role, even though I think that a Han Solo spin-off film is completely unnecessary. Yeah. And I, I'm i dubious about, like, where the character can go because at the start of Star Wars A New Hope he's, like, this scoundrel who's only in it for himself. Yeah, and
1: very immature and, like... Because his character development, his character shift
0: happens in new hope Yeah. so is he just going to be set up in this to have the potential for that development?
1: Unless what they do is they have his character stay the same throughout the whole movie um, yeah. and the interesting ha- stuff happens around him Yes. Um,
0: yeah potentially that that could work it's like a few things that could happen that I don't necessarily want to happen could you imagine them doing the Kessel run yep. in the film? they'll do
1: it a- and they'll they'll be able to hand wave why it's a unit of, me- yeah, of distance it'll do rather than time. Like, he will take bend- a shortcut, yeah. space
0: around yeah. black holes or something.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um, that will be a part of the movie. That will be the pod racing of the movie. Uh, he'll get indebted to Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to win the Falcon yeah, I was going to off. say do you think he's
0: going to win the Falcon from Lando Lando do you, do you think
1: probably do, do, doing the Kessel Run yeah, he wins maybe. the Falcon no
0: but no but he said that the Falcon was the ship that oh, did the castle Run so
1: unless he did the Kessel Run in the Falcon yeah. thereby winning yeah the
0: maybe that's what it is uh, do you think it's going to have, is Lando going to be the like the captain of the Millennium Falcon in at this the beginning film? I mean, it depends how early in his life... It's, yeah, exactly, we don't know. We don't know much about his life, really.
1: Uh, he has to just be digging around with all, like, the, you know, scummy guys. Do you think
0: he'll already know Chewie, or do you think this will be about him meeting Chewie? Um, well? I
1: I think I'd prefer it if he already knew Chewie. Yeah. Um, because no way that they do that introduction mm-hmm. will it be satisfying.
0: yeah. Because it's always meant to be that, like Chewy has some kind of, I always seem some kind of debt or something like that. Yeah, That's but they're also like the best buddies yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, I could see aspects of it working, but it ha- it ha- the thing is, it would have to be a lot more fun than Rogue One. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, I- which I can see it being, but it would have to be. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it will have to exist purely as like a romp. Oh, also, do you
0: think Boba Fett will be? Are they still doing that?
1: No, I say. Do you think? Oh, in the Han Han
0: Solo Solo film. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, and they'll make his character good for a change because Boba Fett sucks. Do you mean
0: they'll make him interesting? Yeah, I thought you meant like will they make him a nice guy?
1: No, no, no. They'll make him like a decent character that we should care about.
0: But do you think he should ever take the helmet off? Should he have no, a Kiwi accent? No. Uh,
1: <laughs> keep keep the helmet on. American accent. <laughs> I don't care which no. accent they go for, truth be told. Uh, I mean, the only reason why we like him is because he has a cool backpack.
0: Well, people like him because of his costume. Yeah, it lo- looks and well. Oh, I it, think the thing it is... It looks that well. People, people say, like, oh, he kind of, like, he doesn't... He doesn't defer to Darth Vader he, he kind of stood up to Darth Vader I think that's the
1: did he reason. stand up to Darth people Vader like, or I did he sit like, in the background and nod well a I lot. think the
0: point is people would say like oh with his small amount of dialogue he kind of he and Vader are more like equals or
1: some I nonsense I think that's like people that. reading too much he has yeah. like three lines
0: yeah it's just like as you wish he's no good to me dead and or like what if he doesn't survive and he uh put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. <laughs> yeah. So like how is that standing yeah.
1: Yeah. up to Vader? Yeah. Oh and then he screams when he falls into the solo yeah. pit because what if he doesn't survive? Someone blind shoots him. Yeah. But and it he hasn't like, trips. Or it something. hasn't been announced
0: what the anthology film after episode 9. Was yeah, today. so they
1: are doing one after episode 9. And
0: well they were, they said they were, weren't they?
1: I don't
0: know. It's not listed on. They Monday were talking about
1: a FET movie.
0: A third anthology film will be released in 2020, but it doesn't say what it's about. I think that it by that point everyone will start to be like, oh, because aren't they launching straight into like sequel trilogy two? As like, I mean, we'll all Who be we'll, we'll be we'll be terrifyingly approaching middle age by the time <laughs> that all this stuff is out. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but it's like if they did another sequel trilogy, I feel like three films, I feel like we're not going to have enough time with the characters we've got now. Yeah. I hope there's plenty of Luke in episode eight. I know what yes. Said
1: that That's what we need. Yeah. We need to kick off at the Jedi temple or whatever they're on in the mm. little island.
0: Rumour has it that episode eight starts very shortly after the end of Force Awakens. I think what may happen is that Episode eight will start
1: just after. Oh, like immediately after? It will start
0: shortly after.
1: Uh Then there may
0: be like a jump forward in time or something like that, Uh possibly. So it can be like, oh, how did Luke react when Rey showed up? But then... Then it's like... And then training happens. And then, then they go and fight Kylo Ren in the First
1: Order and... Well if we have to pick how it starts I think it will start with a training montage Which is both similar to The start of episode 7 With Rey doing her chores and stuff Yeah But also similar to Luke training with Yoda Yoda, yeah I think so
0: But hopefully not too soon. Yeah, yeah <laughs>
1: Hopefully he's not on a backpack. And... <laughs> yeah, like,
0: like in that photo they took. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was great. I saw a thing the other day that was like, oh, maybe that's why Kylo Ren turned to the dark side. It was because Luke, Luke made him piggybacking <laughs> him around like doing all backflips. Yeah, we have to answer that
1: stuff. thing. We have to explore what the Knights of Ren are.
0: And Kylo what. Kylo Ren is bad. What's
1: with him? And there's so many fan theories about all of that, and... They're
0: probably all going to be wrong.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Pardon me! Uh, So I think...
0: Yeah, cautiously optimistic
1: about... I'm just going to be happy to see more bearded Luke. Yeah, I... If uh, if he shaves, I'll be so upset. No, I don't think he will. If he's like, I have to answer the call now, and then shaves, I'll be like, No!
0: I think people... I think people don't want to see scary Mark Hamill now. I think they want to see him with a beard yeah. and sort of disguise things. But I think Mark Hamill will be really good yeah. in it. Because he... I, I think he... You know, there's this big thing about, oh, he's a big, it's a big tease in episode seven that he's not in it until the very end. So now is the opportunity for him to be in it yeah. a lot and
1: then they'll kill him off. Well,
0: that's the thing. I don't. I don't think they. I, I don't think they can kill him off because I don't know. Well, they might. But I want to see a lot more of Poe Dameron. Yes, I think I like Poe, to Poe more, needs to more, have like more Poe with Finn. Poe also needs to like talk to Rey because they don't actually have any <laughs> even though they're meant to be like the three now they don't have any kind of on screen they never meet
1: on screen maybe uh, Chewie can finally give uh, General Organa a hug yes uh, make up for yeah. absolutely blanking her at the... Yeah,
0: after the death of Han Solo mm-hmm. yeah I think so and I'm just trying to think what else I don't know I just wanted to progress the story and not tread water mm-hmm. basically
1: And we only have to wait a whole year to find out.
0: Mm, And and it'd be interesting to see what you know. Are they going to bring back more characters with Lando? You know, Billy Dee Williams
1: Lando? That would be cool. That would be cool.
0: Will they bring back any kind of classic aliens, or they keep them in like, as as I found out, Nien Nunb is that pilot from who helps Lando fly the Millennium Falcon in Return of the Jedi, who's in Force Awakens. Poor old uh, Mister Tim Rose, who played Admiral Akbar, passed, passed away, away this year. So, if they use Akbar again, it'll have to be someone else. But I wonder if they will use
1: maybe they just won't again. Yeah, it would be cool. <laughs> it would be cool, but also stupid if uh, Lando was working in like the new Senate or something like <laughs> that.
0: Yeah. I could see that being something. I'm
1: like, what other beat could they do with Mm. him that explains why he wasn't with them in...
0: Yeah. Mm. And as for for another anthology film, are there any ideas that you have for what (sighs) would be interesting?
1: Um, It depends on how much is canon now between the movies that exist. And, like, are the Clone Wars animated things canon? I know Rebels is canon.
0: Clone Wars cartoon is canon.
1: Clone Wars cartoon is canon, so you can't do something there.
0: Not as such. I
1: don't know, just spin it outwards. Let's not put anything in between times we already have. Yeah, I agree. Let's spin horizontal to time or ahead in time. Yeah. Like, have something that's taking place during... Force Awakens, or during this next one that comes out.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe. Potentially.
1: No, I maybe not.
0: The one idea I had, which is probably like not a good idea, was having one that's like, set thousands of years ago, when the Sith were first driven into hiding, and the Republic was kind of young, but that's just a...
1: And it does uh, tread on the territory of the Knights of the Old Republic and Old Republic Oh well, Yeah, but they're not canon anymore, anymore, so... Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: That's the thing. You could do something like that. Because the idea that there was some conflict in which the Sith were driven into hiding is still canon, but the details are no longer bom, bom, fleshed bom. out, for, you know, for what it's worth. Um, I've also been watching the Rebels cartoon show. I really
1: want to watch the Rebels cartoon show. Sarah Sheldon Gellar's in it. Yeah, in season two. Yeah. As a villain. Yeah. And there's some Darth vader going on. Yeah, Vader's in season
0: two. He mm. has a cameo in season one as well. I've got to watch that. Tarkin is in yeah. season one. And they do some stuff that, that's sort of weird hybridizing elements from the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy. So there's stuff like battle droids show up fighting stormtroopers okay. and, and stuff. And they, they try to ma- explain some things like... Um, you know why it's sort of like oh why was the prequel trilogy just about like Jedi using lightsabers and dumb action and stuff and there's this there's a sort of vision that one of the characters has where Yoda explains oh in the Clone Wars the Jedi Order the whole Order it wasn't just Vader Anakin or whatever the whole Order fell to the dark side that's why that's why they became violent and aggressive and stupid kind of thing. Okay. Was they're kind of, yeah, they're kind of trying to salvage that that's, idea. That's a
1: decent idea. Yeah, it's like the whole order
0: fell away from what it was supposed to be, which is kind of interesting.
1: And that would also explain why uh, Obi-Wan and Yoda decide to hermit themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah, To try and, trying And that's like, yeah, they try to recover, recapture yeah. what was important. Yeah there's even a thing where they they sort of suggest why the dark side people keep building giant planet destroying <laughs> super weapons and because it's like some innate thing in the dark side kind of thing to destroy yeah, to destroy planets particularly there's this like ancient Sith temple that's like a a planet killing weapon as well <laughs> that appears. And one of the weirdest things is that they're using this to bring in elements of the old expanded universe that they back want into back canon. into this, their new canon. <laughs> so Admiral Thrawn, who was a big villain in the old expanded universe, is has been this. brought into Rebels, the cartoon show, oh. as a canon character.
1: Now, now I've really got to watch it. Do you think you have to have watched Clone Clone Wars.
0: It probably does help, and I haven't watched that much Clone just, Wars. There's
1: too much, and it's such a Because it's
0: made by some of the same people, mm. and there are su- has some of the same characters and like, references. is that named like Ahsoka? Yeah. Ah- ah- Ahsoka, Ahsoka? Uh, Rex, who is a clone trooper in Clone Wars, mm. and some events and stuff like that are referenced. And yeah, I don't get some of the references they make in Rebels, because I haven't watched very much of mm. Clone Wars. The show is okay, but... I mean, even, even putting aside the fact that it's the show made for kids. kids to yeah. sell action figures to children, parts of it are okay, parts of it are not very interesting, but yeah, that's but, inevitable. Like,
1: all of Star Wars is the show for kids to sell action figures to
0: well, children. Well, yeah, it's always, it's always been like that. Yeah. You can't really get around it. And there'll be far more when episode eight comes out. Be whoop, whoop! A whole new set of action figures of everyone. With lightsabers and, you know, fighting First Order. Yeah, going to so.
1: there'll be a new type of lightsaber <laughs> as well. Ray will craft her own lightsaber and it'll be a special one. Has like five beams coming out yeah. of it. <laughs> mm.
0: But yes, Episode 8's the one that I sort of care about more than Rogue One did. Like, the, I yeah, more than I cared yeah. about Rogue One.
1: Rogue One was just like a here's something to have while you wait for the meal.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't a very satisfying. No, entree it really or appetizer. Unfortunately,
1: it really wasn't.
0: But episode, but that's the thing that I that sort of going back to what I was saying before. Episode seven had fun engaging new characters,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and which Rogue One didn't have. <laughs> and, and that's the thing that I, I want to see. It's like I'm not worried that much about like the plot and so on of episode eight because it's like I want to see these characters more. It's sort of like you know if you just watch. New Hope. You want to see more of like Luke and yeah, Chad exactly. You want
1: to see how the adventure continues.
0: Yeah, and this is the same thing. I want to see these characters doing stuff,
1: interacting with each other. Yeah,
0: and having adventures because I think those characters have been successfully realised. I think maybe because uh, they've done, they've dealt with the whole like Ray wants to go stay, go back to Jakku. They've kind of dealt with that, haven't they? She kind of accepted the fact that. Well, Family she was never going to come back.
1: She has not gone back to Jakku. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: she kind of... She's Ma-
1: kind of moved past that impulse.
0: Maz Kanata was like, oh, you have to accept that you got to move on, yeah. not backwards. And so that seemed like that had been resolved, but now it's about, you know... The learning, Force. Learning about the Force and everything. And Finn, I think... I, one thing I'd say is that maybe, like, tone down a little bit of the comedy, potentially, with Finn. I could see him cracking yeah, slightly he, fewer jokes. See him becoming
1: too much of the comic relief. Yeah. You spread that burden around.
0: Hmm. And, and I'd I'd like to see them use Poe Dameron more. Yeah. And like, have...
1: He'll definitely get a big part in this. Thing.
0: Yeah, well, apparently he was actually... Because we talked about, like, oh, when he survived... It was surprising. Yes. Apparently the character was meant to be killed off Mm -hmm. in the TIE fighter crash. And then they went, oh, actually, this character's quite good. We should have him survive. And that's why he did survive. And So
1: then he's definitely going to be... Yeah, and
0: got turned into kind of being this new third third man of the trio. But that that role needs to be developed. Mm -hmm. I think... So... Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I'm trying to think what the next thing is going to be. Are we going to see... Is Kylo Ren going kind to of fully turn like, to the dark side now
1: after killing his father? Is he going to... I mean, or is he still going to struggle with that? Will he be yeah. seduced by the light side? Mm. Will Ray fall to the, to the dark, dark side? side? Who will be redeemed yeah. in the end? You don't yeah. know. I do like Kylo Ren. Lots of people crap on about Kylo Ren being, like, too emotional... And not <laughs> together, and having too many tantrums, and it's like that's the character, that's the point. That yeah, have. there was a really interesting thing I noted rewatching it. Is it's like
0: you know, when the guy comes in and he's like, "Oh, there was the, the droid escaped on this freighter." Yeah, with,
1: and then he like, and he
0: cuts up, cuts the, up the the console, concept. and the guys standing there cringing, going, mm. "Oh!" And I had realized that was actually an interesting point was that you know, if this was original trilogy. Vader would, Vader would for- kill force them. choke a guy. But the thing is, Kylo Ren's not prepared to do that. Like, Kylo Ren is a horrible bastard, but he's has doubts, you know, about mm. his own actions, and he would rather smash up the room than kill his fellow First Order people and stuff like that. And I think that is what they were going for. And I think with the fight with Finn and Ray as well, they were going for this idea that he wasn't actually... He seemed really menacing and threatening, but he's trying very hard to be like that, and maybe he's not actually as skilled and as... Committed. Uh, yeah, as he wants to appear mm. to other people. And that, that could be interesting if it's... Yeah, fleshed done, out. Done well. We'll, we have to yeah, wait and yeah, see. Yeah, Hopefully it is. Hopefully. <laughs> mm. It's
1: our new hope. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> as added by, like,
0: scary, rubber CGI of Princess, Princess Leia. Leia. Yeah.
1: What is this? Hope. Hope. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you think... There, there were rumours abounding about, like, oh, could Anakin appear as a force ghost in episode eight? You better not. <laughs> yeah.
1: His force ghost moved on. Hmm. To the other, to the beyond, yeah, the great the, beyond, wherever Force Ghosts go, mm. and hopefully we don't have Han Solo Force Ghosts because yeah. that would ruin yeah. everything.
0: Oh, what about the rumor that uh, Ray is the reincarnation of the Chosen One, kind of thing,
1: and the Chosen One being Anakin? Yeah, yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, but I hope not. Yeah, because that. Is a dumb idea. And I really anyway. hope she's
1: not a, a Skywalker or an anything. No, I don't
0: want her to be descended. I don't think her family and her parents should really matter that mm-hmm. much, but they, I'm sure they will and it'll be something stupid. Yeah. But I wish that was not the case. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. So we'll probably be back making another Star Wars podcast
1: in Next the year's year. time. Next year!
0: Yeah. With our thoughts on episode eight, and hopefully we're going like, yeah, episode eight was good. It was enjoyable,
1: and you not Ugh, or, episode eight. Why do people like it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, or, uh,
1: or even worse, oh, episode eight. Nobody liked that. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> including us. Yeah. So we'll we'll aim to release some other movie-related podcasts, Yeah, maybe some All other sorts other podcasts. Stuff. Have some more with fun you. of the channel, but. If if nothing else, I'm sure we'll we'll meet again. I believe that next year. Don't know where. Next nah year, uh, when Star Wars Episode Eight has come out.
1: How exciting! Directed by George Lucas.
0: No. Didn't see you then. Bye.